Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus is all that we need. I'll be satisfied once I have him. It's the requirement. It's what the soul desires. Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. I take this opportunity one more time just to welcome each and every one of you uh, here joining us on whether it be Facebook or YouTube live. We just, we're just so grateful to have you this morning. Those who are on Zoom, we welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Giving God thanks one more time for the gift of life. Uh, not being for the Lord on our side. Had it not been for his mercies, we would have been consumed. But we thank God that he is a merciful God and that we are recipients of his mercy. And for that reason, we praise him this morning. For that reason, we lift our hands and we we salute him. Honor belongs to him. Praise belongs to him. His name is Jesus. I'll be satisfied once I have him, once I'm in a relationship with him. That's all that I need. Only Jesus. He's the one, the only one. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. As we're here this morning, uh, we could ask everyone at this time, wherever you are, to bow your heads. We're going to be praying at this time. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your many mercies. Thank you, Jesus, for your kindness. Lord Jesus, thank you for eternal life. Thank you for joy. Thank you for peace of mind. Thank you, Lord Jesus for redeeming us from darkness. Lord, as we come before you this morning, Lord God Almighty, we gather together, Lord God, to call upon your name. Lord Jesus, we come, hallelujah, seeking your face this morning. Lord Jesus, hallelujah, to have in us, God, to show, to do what God Almighty you require of us. Lord Jesus, you came into this world, Lord Jesus, to save sinners. You came in this world, oh mercy, to forgive us of our sins. Lord, to pay the ultimate price that we could have right to the tree of life. Lord Jesus, as we come before you this morning, I pray, Lord God, that thou will wash us again. I pray that thou will cleanse us. I pray, Lord Jesus, that thou will blot out our transgression. God, as we come before you this morning, I pray, God, that you'll touch our minds. Help us to understand, Lord, hallelujah, the value that which we have received from you. Oh, God Almighty, for you are the gift that was given. Lord Jesus, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Lord Jesus, hallelujah. You are the answer to the wrath, hallelujah, that was set before humanity. But God, 
God. Hallelujah. You took it upon yourselves. You carried our sorrows. You bore them, Lord God, even to the cross. Hallelujah. Showing to us, God, the love that you have for us, the love that you, you come to extend to us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We were not able, God Almighty, to redeem ourselves. Oh, God, we were lost in darkness, in sin. Lord God Almighty, condemned to hell. But God, you gave of yourselves. My God, your blood was shed. Hallelujah. That we could inherit eternal life. And so God, you set up yourself that you shall see up the travail of your soul. And you're going to be satisfied. Today, Lord Jesus, I'm praying, God Almighty, for this group of people, Lord Jesus, who have joined with us this morning. I pray, Lord. Hallelujah. That God, you will position us. I pray, Lord, that we, God Almighty, hallelujah, will begin, oh God, to draw from you, oh God, to do as you would have us to do, God. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord, that God, you put in us, God, a burden for people. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you put in us, God, hallelujah, compassion, oh God Almighty, the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, has come, God, to teach us how to love. The Holy Ghost has come, Lord, to teach us how to extend our hand, Lord Jesus, to those, Lord God Almighty, who are in need, those, God Almighty, who need, my God Almighty, to have an encounter with you, Lord Jesus, to love people, hallelujah, to show kindness, to show mercy, to have pity, oh God Almighty. And so as we come before you this morning, Lord Jesus, as a body, we are crying out before you as a body, Lord Jesus. I'm praying, God, that you empower us, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to touch the lives of people. We want to be effective, oh God Almighty, in meeting the needs of people. Lord Jesus, for as the songwriter said, people need the Lord. Hallelujah. We pass them by each day. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We see them. Oh God Almighty, we hear them. Lord God Almighty, we touch them. Oh God. Hallelujah. The silent cries of people, God, that can only be understood. My God, when we are in tune in the spirit. Oh God, when we have your heart. Oh God, when we have your mind. Lord Jesus, help us God that as we come before you Lord Jesus that God the Holy Ghost will begin to move in us God hallelujah to be spirit filled not spirited not emotional but to be spirit filled my God almighty to touch people Lord Jesus for we, we, we are not impacting the lives of people we haven't started living oh God almighty and so I ask of you God give us a burden for souls. Give us a burden, oh God, to reach the lost at any cost. Oh God Almighty, whatever it may cost us, Lord Jesus, give us that burden to reach the lost. Oh God, at any cost. Oh Jesus, I pray God Almighty, hallelujah, from the youngest, oh God, to the oldest, my God Almighty, I pray even now, Lord Jesus, that you touch us, that you challenge us, 
prepare our hearts, God, even as we go into your word, Lord God, to read your word, to hear what your word has to say. Prepare our hearts, God, that we may be accountable to your word, Lord Jesus, that we may do, oh God, as you require of us, Lord Jesus. I come before you one more time, Lord Jesus. I pray that you touch me. I pray that you cleanse me. I pray you take a life coal off the altar. Touch my lips, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you lay your hands upon me. Oh, God, strengthen me. Oh, God, give me what to say to your people. Lord Jesus, I look to you even now. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from you, Lord Jesus. In a time, Lord, when God Almighty, there's a crisis in the land. In a time, Lord, when we, God Almighty, have gone astray, Lord Jesus, when our own actions sometimes are not reflected, oh God Almighty, what you have required of us, Lord. But I pray, Lord, that you draw us back, oh God, that you allow us, God, to refocus, oh God, that you allow us, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, to get the mind, hallelujah, that you have a mind to serve, a mind to love, a mind to extend oneself, Lord Jesus, esteeming, oh God, others more highly than ourselves, Lord Jesus, oh Heavenly Father, I pray God, hallelujah, oh God, that you give us a sense of urgency in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, oh God, as your word has been going forward, Lord God Almighty, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord God Almighty, oh God, draw us, Lord, draw us, Lord, draw us, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, in your precious name, we look to you one more time, have your own way one more time, in your precious name, Lord God, we say thanks one more time, in Jesus' name. We say thanks, hallelujah, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Won't you clap your hands and give him the glory, give him the praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I'd love for you to turn to the book of St. Luke, the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 10. Reading from verse 25 to 37. And this morning, I hope everyone has a Bible in their hand. Have access to the scriptures this morning. We want to spend some time very slowly just to read the word of God and discuss 
what this passage is saying to us. The Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 10, verse 25, from the New Living Translation. One day, an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? What should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? Man answered, you must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus told him, do this and you will live. Do this and you will have eternal life. The man wanted to justify his actions. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? Jesus replied with a story, a parable. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over and looked at him, lying there, but he also passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along. When he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, take care of this man. If this bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said, Yes, now go and do the same. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Go and do the same. Luke tells us that this rabbi, a teacher of the law, came to Jesus in an attempt to test him. 
ask a very profound question. What should I do to inherit eternal life? What should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus did not answer his question. Luke tells us that Jesus posed a question to him. In the laws of Moses, tell me, what do you understand of it when you read the laws of Moses? How do you read it? What impression has it made on your mind? What does it say? What's the command? Man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. He quoted from Deuteronomy exactly what the law of Moses declared. He knew exactly word for word what was written in the laws of Moses. It's very easy, brothers, sisters, ladies and gentlemen, for us to know what the word of God says to quote the scriptures. Very easy. And not do what the scriptures say. God is interested for the scriptures are written so that we may understand what God requires of us. How he wants us to live. What he wants us to do. The word of God is not passive. It's active. It gets into your mind and into your spirit. It allows you to perform. This man knew exactly what the scripture said. Jesus said, right. You have stated it correctly. Do this and you will live. The last statement in the, the law that he stated to Jesus and love your neighbor as yourself. Love the Lord, your God, unseen God, with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, 
all your mind. Love the unseen God. But remember, love your neighbor who you can see as yourself. Your neighbor who you can touch. Your neighbor who you can speak with. Your neighbor who you can show kindness to. Love them as yourself. Jesus said, do this and you will live. The man, after hearing what Jesus had just said, Luke tells us he wanted to justify his actions. Something was happening inside him. So he asks Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? Jesus did not answer his question directly. Jesus told him a parable, a story. This morning, the question is, is not who is my neighbor. But as we get into the parable, we will recognize the question that Jesus is asking. Are you a neighbor? That's what I want to speak from this morning. I just want to talk this morning. Are you a neighbor? Not who is thy neighbor, but are you a neighbor? In the book of Micah, chapter 6 and verse 8, and I believe I'm reading from the ESV version, he hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. That's what the Lord requires. To do justly. Justice must be a part of us. And to love mercy. To love mercy. Not just to receive, but to give. To show. And to walk Humbly with thy God. That's what the Lord requires. Job 6 and 14 tells us. 
He who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the Almighty. Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 17. Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord and he will repay him for his deed. Zechariah 7 and 9. Thus says the Lord of hosts, render true judgment. Show kindness and mercy to one another. Do not oppress the widows, the fatherless, the sojourner, strangers, or the poor. And let none of you devise evil against another in your heart. This parable That, the, that Jesus told to this rabbi is a story of love, a story of compassion, a story of mercy. When we talk about compassion, when we talk about love being shown, because love is active, when we talk about as believers being recipient of the Holy Ghost, of the love of God, It is for us to understand that God showed his love to us to empower us to love one another, to empower us to love our God and to love our neighbors. The Holy Ghost was not given for us to be emotional and spirited. The word compassion from the Hebrew comes from the word Rahamin, Rahem. Which means to have mercy. It's the emotion of mercy. That is shown from one individual to another. It comes from the word itself in the Hebrew comes from the name of the, the most motherly organ. In the human body. The word. Womb. 
And every mother can understand what it means to love your children. The one that comes from your womb. Every mother understands the emotional connection. The connection that can not even be clearly expressed to others. To a child that comes from your womb. The bond that's there. It is from this word that clearly reflects to us the mercy, the love that God expects us to have one for the other. Jesus says in this, in this parable, a Jewish man who was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And he was attacked by bandits. He was overwhelmed. They stripped him of his clothes. Took away the man's dignity. Beat him up. And left him half dead beside the road. I want you to uh, get a picture of this in your mind. A man who is traveling. You're traveling on the road. And you see a man who is battered and bruised. And he's naked. And he's, he's grasping for life. He's bleeding. He's dying. But the Bible says, by chance, a priest who happened to be passing or taking that same route came along. He saw the man lying there. And he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. Would not touch him. Would not attempt to find out if he's still alive. was not concerned that a fellow human being was desperate in need of assistance. A priest who knew the law, a priest who should understand what compassion means. He walked by, came along, saw the man lying there, did not want to come in contact with him. 
made a decision to cross to the other side of the road and pass him by. How active is the spirit of compassion within our hearts? How many have we seen? Have we heard? That's grasping for life. That's half dead. That's stripped and naked. And we recognize what we pass by on the other side. Placing our own interests above the needs, I say needs of others. How many? Every day we pass them by. People need the Lord. We are the hands and the feet, the mouth that should show the love of God in this world. Proverbs 21 and verse 13 tells us, Whosoever stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself but shall not be heard. Those who make a decision not to hear the cry of the poor, not to hear those who are in need, he also shall cry but shall not be heard. Perhaps the priest was on his way to an appointment to his work. But what he did, brothers and sisters, is to place his work, his appointment above the need of individuals, above the need of this man, a Samaritan, this man rather, a Jewish man who is half dead, naked, and about to die. And if you're dying, the first thing that you need, if you're losing life, you need to be kept warm. And this man is naked, and the priests pass by. No concern, no compassion, no love. We can talk 
that we are Christians. We can tell people how much we love God. We can tell people that we know the laws. We can tell people what is required of us. But until we begin to do Jesus says to the man's question, you want eternal life. Eternal life. You know that you have it when you love God with all your heart. And you love people. Loving people. Matthew 5 and 44, Jesus said, But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Pray for them. A temple assistant, a Levite from the new from the King James Version, he also passed by. He also came along. But he walked over and looked at him lying there. But he also passed by on the other side. Very close. At least what he saw caused him to draw near so he could have a a clearer picture of what was taking place. So something caused him Something attracted him that would allow him to walk over to the man. And he looked at him lying there. But he also passed by on the other side. He sees The gateway to the spirit of compassion is still closed. There's not a release of compassion that's coming from him. He sees the wound. He has a clearer picture of it than the priest. He sees the wound. Must have heard even the man groaning. Probably begging help. Probably unconscious. But could see that he's breathing. Because he's close. But seeing and not having the ability to feel the pain. 
And that's what at times our lives have become. The church has become. We are noisy. We're shouting. We're jumping. We're skipping. We're dancing. And there's a world around us that's in pain. There's a world that's half dead. There's a world that's naked. And we don't feel it. Sometimes we sit in our pews. And instead of walking the way from. As the picture that the Lord gives us here. On route to Jericho. The man is not lying on the ground. But he's stripped. He's naked. He's beaten and left half dead. But he struggles through. And finds himself in the midst of us. In our in our in our churches, in our assembly. And he comes in the midst of us. And we don't see the pain. We don't see death that's hanging over that individual life. The compassion is dried up, gone cold. We say we are filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues, and we are giving God glory, but we don't have the spirit of compassion. It's there, but we don't allow God to move through us. He looked at him. But he also passed by on the other side. Would not touch him. Probably being fearful of spending time with him. And he himself being attacked by these bandits. So he was more, perhaps more concerned about his his safety than about the man being half dead and needed some life, some care, some love. Perhaps he's more concerned about reaching his destination on time Some of us are. We become so concerned about keeping ourselves unspotted from the world. Which we ought to do. But the pride of it has allowed us not to want to go out in the world to meet people who are naked and half dead. Come in the in our churches because they don't look like us. We begin to feel weird. Oh my God! Didn't she? 
and knew that she was coming to the church. Where does she have to look like that coming in the church? See, brothers and sisters, compassion when an individual how we show compassion has everything to do with how we we value our forgiveness a man who knows that he's being forgiven of the Lord will easily Show compassion to those who are in need. Because he remembers, he knows how wretched and how undone he was. But the Lord showed mercy. The Lord had compassion on him. Brothers and sisters, we can have no church without the spirit of compassion. Everywhere he went, Jesus, he was moved with compassion. He saw the multitude. A sheep without a shepherd, scattered, and he had compassion. He saw the sick folks, and he was moved with compassion had pity upon them, had mercy upon them. That's the great need of men, mercy. And the church is given the mandate to show mercy in this world. To do justly. Everywhere Jesus went, he was Having compassion on people. Now, there is a a next individual. He's a Samaritan and he's despised. The man who is in need is a Jewish man. And the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritans. The man who passed the Jewish man, the priest, he himself was Jewish. He passed his brother who was in need. The temple assistant, he himself, the Levite, was Jewish. But he passed his brother who was in need. Here comes a despised Samaritan. And the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritan. He came along and when he saw the man, Immediately, he had compassion for him. Going over to him, compassion will allow you to act. Have you ever seen some people? 
right in the midst of an, a tragedy. Not necessarily a tragedy, but just seeing someone who is in need stop everything. Stop what they're doing. Forget about where they were heading and just begin in every way try to meet the need of that individual. That's compassion. He saw the man and he felt compassion for him. That caused him to go over to him. The Samaritan, the man who is despised, the man who if this, perhaps this Jewish man was not in need, would not stop to have a conversation with him. Because the Jews and the Samaritans, they had no dealings. But the Samaritan stopped. Something moved in his heart when he saw the great need of the man. Didn't matter that he was a Jew. Didn't matter that there was some sense of rivalry between them. What mattered to him? A human being was in need. Flesh and blood. Someone needed a neighbor. Someone needed some love. Someone needed some mercy. Someone needed pity. I am right there. I feel his pain. I understand what he's going through. Above everything else, his need is of utmost importance. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Man's need was of utmost importance. That's why the Lord gave of himself came into this world that we could have life and that more abundantly. The man began to soothe his wounds. The wounds that the Levi saw. The wounds that the priest saw but would not touch not care for the despised Samaritan begin to soothe his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandage them trying to ease the pain of the individual how much 
of us are concerned with the pain of others, the pains of people in this world, the pains we pass them by. We see them. They're screaming out, begging for a neighbor. God has placed them directly before our eyes for us to see. See, brothers and sisters, compassion must be developed Compassion needs patience. It uses our senses, what we see, what we hear. What we can touch, even smell. The stench. Hearing the cry. Spending time to feel the pain. Scripture tells us he was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He felt our pain. When we get the Holy Ghost, it allows us to feel the pain of others. See, brothers and sisters, most of us are just taught that the Holy Ghost is about speaking in tongues. It is the greatest thing that can ever happen to us. To be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. That means... Hallelujah. We can begin to feel what the Lord feels. Begin to hear. Because he said, I hear the, I hear the cry of my people. Israel down in bondage. I've heard. And I'm now moved with compassion. I'm going to deliver my people with a strong arm. Tell Pharaoh, I'm coming for my people to let my people go. Hello, Shia. He felt it. The cry of the Israelites going up to God. Having been afflicted under pressure by the Egyptian taskmasters. When they whipped them, when they burdened them, and they cried out, God said, I feel it. I hear it. How much more the church being empowered, having the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you pass somebody by, 
my God Almighty. And you see the pain. You begin to feel the pain. Hallelujah. You might say you don't know what to do, but you spend time there feeling the pain. Then the Holy Ghost begin to tell you what to do. The Holy Ghost begin to tell you what to say. The Holy Ghost begin to, uh, hallelujah, use your hands, your feet, your money. You aren't saved without your money. God needs your money. He needs everything that you have. It belongs to him. The man stretched forth personally to help him. Took out his oil and his wine. Something it cost him something to meet the need of this man. And that's, the, that's, the, the, that's one of the challenges that we have. Compassion comes with a cost. Not many of us are ready to pay that cost. Pour in the oil. Pour in the wine on the man's wound. And bandage them up. Then he put the man on his own donkey. He displaced himself from his own comfort. Jesus Christ took on on himself form of a servant to come into this world to save sinners. Such as I. Made himself of little or no reputation. The need of man. Was of utmost importance. This man displaced himself. From his own donkey. Set the man. On the donkey. Sacrifice his own comfort. Why? Because there's a man who had a a greater need than he did. Who is this man? He's a Jewish man. Who is this man that's offering help? Supposedly. The stranger. The priest passed by. Saw his own brother. And did not move. The Levite passed by. And there was no compassion. He looked on him. But there was no compassion. Bible said that he took him to an inn. This is the a basic need. The man is half dead, naked, left to the elements. But the man said, I'm going to provide a room for him at my own expense. He met his basic need. 
where he took care of him. Then he The next day he handed the innkeeper two silver coins telling him, take care of this man. He, he, he is, he, I have now placed him into hands that will care for him. Now that I have gotten him into a place of safety, I can move on. I can now move on to do what I had intended to do. I can continue my journey. I have met his need. Take care of him. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Energy spent. Money spent. In putting in showing compassion, in taking care of this Jewish man. See, brothers, love requires time. It requires our energy. And it requires our resources. See some folks we recognize, we look just like the Levi. We look and we recognize the need. We carry a very deadly spirit. It's the spirit of the Pharisee. We want to tell them, we see that they are cold and they need a blanket. We want to tell them, be warm. We hear the need. We see the need. And we have the ability to meet the need. And we want to go in prayer. To talk to God about meeting the need. We are being hypocritical. That's not the God of the Bible. That's not what the Lord Jesus Christ told us. God will not hear our prayers. And when we act like that, then the word of God will be fulfilled. Because we shut up our ears to the cry of the poor. We ourselves will cry. But will not be heard. See, brothers and sisters, good Samaritans saw an extended compassion. And even though he left him in the hands of the innkeeper, he still continued with compassion. He says, if if, if this bill happens to be more than what I have given you, On my way back, I will cover it. Because my intention is to see that this man 
is back on his feet. My intention is to see that the wounds of this man is healed. My intention is to ensure that his nakedness is covered. That silver coin, which amounted to two denarii, is somewhere between 24 to 48 days of room and board. That's the value. Between 24 days and 48 days place in a hotel at the expense of the Samaritan. And he said if it cost him more, he will pay it on his way back. It didn't matter what it cost him. The need was more important and anything else. That's what the Lord wants us as believers for our compassion, the compassion that he showed to us that we freely receive. We should freely give to others. The care, the love Not just to our brothers, but to strangers. Not to find out who is our neighbor, but to be a neighbor to everyone. And as Jesus asks, now of these three, would you say, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by the bandits? The man replied, the one who showed him mercy. Jesus said, yes, go and do the same. That is for all of us. Do. Take a note. Of how. The Samaritan acted. And make sure. You do the same. To fellow human beings. Doesn't matter what race they are of. Doesn't matter what community they are from. We're not like the world. We don't have classes in the church. We see one people 
There's no black church. There's no white church. God says, upon this rock, I build my church, one church. There's no Jew, there's no Greek, there's no Gentile. One body. As we go forth, we look on people. Ask God to allow us to activate the spirit of compassion, that emotion that will allow us to love, to show mercy, to have pity, to feel the pain. I'm praying and I and folks come before me to pray. Some ask me to pray for them at times. Persons who are sick, persons who have problems. And I begin to spend a little time with my eyes closed and ask the Lord to let me feel what they're feeling. Because I need to pray from a position. That they are experiencing. Lord will begin to move in my spirit. Hallelujah. I begin to feel it. I begin to pray. He was wounded for our transgression. Bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Hallelujah. And by his stripes, he took it. By his stripes, we are healed. He felt the pain. He felt it. moved he would not stop carried out his ministry in this world reaching the the lost at any cost preached to people and at the end he said I can't send them away hungry got to feed them they have gotten the word but they have been with us a long while. They must be hungry. I got to feed them before they leave. Compassion. Caring for people. Look at a man at the pool. 38 years. Been in that condition. Jesus said, who knew that he had been there for a long while, said, will thou be made whole? Brother, I want you to be whole. And we pass people in the world. Do we want them to be made whole? Do we want to raise the dead? 
Hallelujah. We talk every day about miracles. We want to see somebody go cold dead before us and pray that God will bring back life. Say, yes, we have proven God that he is a resurrector. He resurrected this man from the dead. But there are some dead people around. They're moving, but they're dead. And God give us the ability to raise those dead. Hallelujah. Through the spirit of compassion, bowels of mercy. Hallelujah. That when we extend my God almighty, hallelujah, this message of the gospel of the kingdom of God to them, hallelujah, and begin to show love. Hallelujah. Love when they reject us. Love when they don't want to come close to us, but we are patient. Hallelujah. And we begin to show love. Hallelujah. Until their door is opened. My God Almighty. And we begin to show some more love. Hallelujah. And the next thing we know, hallelujah, that dead is raised. They want to be like us. Mercy. Hallelujah. If we value the mercy that we have received from the Lord, then we are ready to show mercy to someone who is in need. Love your enemies. Hallelujah. Got to love them. Got to love them. And this is not fake. Got to love them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and begin to bless the Lord. Lord Jesus, give me, hallelujah, that same kind of attitude that you have. Hallelujah. Let me feel it. Hallelujah. Let me feel it, Lord. Let me feel the burden of those that I passed by in this world. Hallelujah. I passed them by. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. Let me feel it, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me feel the compassion. Hallelujah. Let me spend my energy, my time. Hallelujah. And caring for the need of others. Jesus. Hallelujah. People need the Lord. Thank him for the blood. Thank him for the blood. Yes, thank him. Thank him. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We give God thanks for helping us to come to the end of another service. Thanking him for for what he has given to us today. Pray that we all leave here challenged. Pray that we will leave here with the people on our mind people need the Lord and God has empowered us to touch the lives of people and so we go forth in the strength of the Lord with courage to meet the needs of others God bless you everyone thank you for uh, taking the time out to join with us one more time to all our visitors we're so grateful to the Lord just to have you online with us this morning and we pray and trust that your hearts have been blessed and and as you go if you're if you have not yet been baptized in the name of the lord jesus christ for the remission of your sins and we want to encourage you to surrender your lives to the lord surrender your lives in baptism in repentance to the lord that you may inherit that you may get may receive eternal life praise the name of the lord jesus the gospel did not come for us simply to feel good it 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 came to bring life to extend to us eternal life 
which we did not have. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. So if you're online, you're not yet baptized, uh, you want to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, or perhaps you just want to talk about your baptism, feel free to reach out to us. Let us know. We will get you, we'll arrange to have you baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. And we continue. Uh, please be reminded tonight we'll be back online uh, for our evening worship. Tonight we'll be having uh, prayer tonight. And so encouraging everyone to join on time uh, for prayer uh, this evening beginning at 6.30. We continue to uh, to send our donations, tithes and offerings to um, using the interact medium uh, to donations at fdim.ca in support of this ministry. Um, donations at fdim.ca. And the password is Kipling. Or if you prefer to use the, the, the drop box at the physical location, you may continue to do so. And also, as we, we're approaching the, uh, the end of our or renovation project. Um, those of us who who are still interested to share, to give to uh, the project, you may continue to do so. I'm sending it to donations at fdim.ca and just indicating that it's for the building fund, or you may use the the drop box at the physical location. And those of us who who have not yet purchased a, a chair, we can do so. One for us and for a soul that we're going to win to the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. And we'll be back online, God's willing, at 6.30. Greet someone before you leave to all of our visitors. One more time, we bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good to have you. God bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you, Pastor. God bless God you. Bless. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Mm. God bless everyone. God bless. God bless you. God bless you, everyone. God bless. God bless you, Pastor. God bless you, Saints. God bless you, Minister Lord. God bless you, Liberty. Bye. Bye.